It's the most wonderful time of the year. Advent has begun. Welcome back to the Luminous Podcast. I'm Father Chad Jarnigan. Lost and weary traveler Searching for the way to go Much love to the brilliance Stranger From there Advent Project Volume 1, the song, May You Find a Light. Advent begins in the dark. It's a sort of reset. It's the beginning of the church calendar year. Almost counterculturally significant because if we would begin in January, it would be like everything else. This happens before and gives us a sense of anticipation, expectation. It's a season of preparation. We begin with a reading from Matthew 24, 36 through 44. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. Up to the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be in the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in a field. One will be taken. One will be left. Two women will be grinding with their hands at the mill. One will be taken. The other left. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have left his house to be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect Him. The Gospel of our Lord. No, the word Advent is from the Latin Adventus, which means coming, arrival. I truly do believe that this is the most wonderful time of the year. It's the season of expectation. And so many of us just rush to the Christmas time with all of the music and all the stuff. And I get that, it's inescapable. But it is such a well-paced time to rest into what is coming. The already and the not yet. More and more light will be revealed as we walk closer toward Christmas. The readings and the liturgies not only direct us towards Christ's birth, but they also challenge our modern reluctance 
to confront the big picture of who is really the center of the universe. The gospel for the first Sunday of Advent focuses on the second coming of Christ. You may ask why. And a few weeks ago, while at the parish, Mark mentioned a quote from Stephen Covey, Begin with the end in mind. Essentially, that's what we're doing at the beginning of Advent. Beginning the season of Advent with the second coming reminds us that the preparation of the first Advent of Jesus is not complete without the bigger picture. This portion of Matthew has an apocalyptic orientation, believing that history is divided into two ages. Now, this is challenging for us in some capacities, but bear with me. The first being the present age that God would replace with a new age, most often called the realm of God or the realm of heaven. The old age is marked by the presence of our brokenness, sin, injustice, sickness, politics. Sorry to be redundant. But the new age will be characterized as the complete rule of God. In peace, tranquility, health, blessing between nature and humankind, as well as eternity. In the story of Noah, none were left except those spared on the ark. But with the narrative of Christ, mercy saves all who need it. For all of our disbelief, confusion, distrust, hate, all of our hurt, all of our outrage, fatigue, Christ comes to bring peace here, now, not just later. Many of us have heard this, this idea of being so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, meaning that we're just waiting for the evacuation to heaven with no intention of tending to the kingdom of heaven here and now, or the way of Christ now. We've resigned. We've just said, none of this matters. And that is one of the most unfortunate and incredible setbacks that I believe Christendom has experienced over the last few decades. There's been a lack of embodiment of expectation and preparation here and now. But Jesus can bring us presence and solace regardless of our current realities. So how can we prepare room in our lives, in our beings, for what really matters. 
Eckhart said, the spiritual life has much more to do with subtraction than it does with addition. Instead of adding more to-dos, perhaps we actively do less. Perhaps we let go. This gospel and the gospel is truly about being awake. At the parish last week, we mentioned with the reign of Christ, the, the Christ the King Sunday, we looked at what it was like to be spiritually awake and spiritually asleep. And that carries over into the beginning of this year with this Advent. To be awake, to be aware, gives us an opportunity for deeper communion, deeper embodiment of what we truly believe and what we're continuing to struggle with. Perhaps even what we continue to doubt. It allows us a process. But doing more can sometimes cloud our reality. We believe by doing more, we're being more. But that's not entirely true. Doing an activity comes from a place of being. What if we could potentially meditate on a single word of prayer each day or each week? Maybe we start with that. Meditating truly means to pray and meditate. Prayer and meditation were a one. They weren't separate. Prayer isn't about just the speaking and our activity, but this prayer and meditation gives us a fuller picture of what it is to commune and communicate and be with our Creator. Maybe meditate, pray on one word. Maybe along with the daily office, practicing stillness is a way that would heighten our awareness of the way of Jesus. Especially during these days, we are being indicated with consumer-based agendas. Everything about our inboxes right now is about shopping and about buying gifts for ourselves or others. And that transactional way of living has unfortunately crept its way stealth-like into our spirituality. Doing certain things, transactioning, leads to a development, but it in fact doesn't. Perhaps each Sunday's focus throughout Advent is a great place to begin to prepare room. We get that from joy to the world, prepare him room. It's this idea that maybe lessening allows embodying. But these Sundays during Advent, 
The first Sunday being a focus of hope. The second, peace. The third, joy. And the fourth, love. And Christmas Eve, we light the Christ candle, the focus of Christ. Maybe that's a way to start. Hope, peace, joy, and love. One word to meditate on and maybe embody each week through Advent. Over the past few weeks of preparation and readings, I formed a prayer that I just kind of wrote in my journal as an ongoing idea. I wanted to share that with you. Maybe you could be aware of this prayer throughout the season of Advent. I am... May this Advent alarm us. Wake us from drowsy living. From the sleep that neglects love and the sedative of misdirected frenzy. Awaken us to the meaning and hope of your arrival. And bend our anger and discontent into your peace. Amen. If you are in our area of Franklin, Nashville, you are welcome to join us each and every Sunday, 4 p.m. in downtown Franklin. You can find us at luminousparish.com. There's a lot going on this month as far as a potluck, delivering some food to those in need in our area, a Christmas party, and then Christmas Eve. You can find everything you need to know at our site. Join us each week. If you need anything from us, we're here for you. God's peace be with you, and may you share this peace with everyone you meet.